It's a special Brodo episode. And it's a we're very special pod. pod. Thursday show. Oh, it's a very oh, special oh. pod. Yes, yes, oh, oh, yes, yes, oh, oh. All right, so let's get to it. If you're used to hearing us on Wednesday with the double episode, I got good news and I got bad news. Good news is we're going to have an episode for you today. That's what you're listening to right now. It would be really hard to not get you an episode today in the past while listening to this. It would be extremely hard. I hope you I hope you don't. <laughs> Either way, we have an episode right now and we are going to be pushing back the Wednesday episodes to Thursday. The reason we're doing that is because we want to get as much information as possible and, you know, these injury reports that are coming in and the COVID news, it's just being closer to the day just makes sense. So that's what we're going to do. We're doing it on Thursday, but we're still going to bring you the Thursday game today. Um it is Wednesday morning. It is Tuesday night when we are giving this to you. So if anything breaks overnight, we will make sure to have an update on our Twitter at Brodo Fantasy. So check that out. And also, don't forget, we have a live stream this week um, at Brodo Fantasy on Twitter as well. Um, we are doing it from 1130 to 1230 on Twitter. Last week, we had a whole bunch of listeners in there and really good, really good back and forth and questions. And like some inside jokes with the patrons and things of that nature. So shout out to you guys for giving us our most watched live feed ever. So thank you so much for that. Um, and yeah, uh, without any further ado, let's get this shit started. I'm I'm Tim, the twin. Guys, have you even talked? My bad. Yeah, we just sang. sang. Yeah, there's nothing I'd rather do than sing. That's true, Jason. Although he has let's a get it started. Horrible voice. Love singing. The Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast begins now. Good voice. Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrotoFantasy.com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers, the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness, Michael and Jason Petrop. Shout out one time again to Johnny Petrop and DJ Ray Black for producing that biznatch right there, that beat. I love it. Every time every time I hear it, I want to dance. I love that beat. Yeah, I just want to say that um, Tim forgot to mention while shitting on my singing voice that we have tested the theory, and the theory is true, that I have the best opera voice in the family. Uh, no, I definitely uh, have a better one than you. I don't know about that one. I have beat you in our opera contest many a time. I mean, I, I think... don't. I honestly don't recall. Ah, uh, come on, Michael. You do recall. <laughs> you have to be able to recall. Jason yells Guys, pot roast at the top of his lungs. And that's it's what a we joke. Call our opera contest. All right, let's <laughs> talk about let's talk about news and then we're going to get into this Thursday game. <laughs> so, um, in, in case you're walking down the street and you hear someone yell pot roast as if they're in a Italian as if they're uh, in wicked. Yeah, as if they're in an opera, um you know it's Jason's around. Um but the big news that we're doing in the news segment here is Matt Rule has said Christian McCaffrey will not play. At this point, you have to assume that Christian McCaffrey will not be playing for the remainder of the season. It does make sense from a football standpoint. It sucks from a fantasy standpoint, but you understand where the Panthers are coming from. O'Doyle rules. That yeah. Was, not I mean, I it's upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's, up, it's upsetting, but let's not act like there's any surprise at this point. It was basically guaranteed that he was going to be out this week, or seemingly so, once they announced that he was missing practice last week. So, look, if you if you made it this far without CMC, you clearly have a good enough team to do it without him. It sucks, but I mean, one thing that really blows is uh, our brother Johnny and one of our patrons are in the 
championship game against each other. It's a 10-team league, three Brodo patrons. All three of them made it to the semis. What up? And then now two of them are facing off in the championship. Johnny has CMC. Nick, who he's playing against, has Mike Davis. Oh, that's that's brutal. That's brutal. That's tough. This yeah. is the championship week for them, too, because they moved everything up um, so that because of COVID, I think. So yeah. they moved everything Shout up. Shout out. Shout out, Johnny. Lost CMC in his solo championship. And he just beat me in our home league. Fucking Johnny's making waves this year. Johnny's trying to make some money. He's trying to get back on Brodo. <laughs> Johnny back in the day. For those of you who are not OGs, uh, Johnny just used to scream, Sneed. That's it. He used to, that's what, that was his job. Um, uh, Mike Williams, return to practice, limited session, um, limited interest Spicy in session. playing him. But Keenan Allen also uh, got a limited session in. That's better news. Yeah. I mean, I expect them both to play, uh, but there's only one of those guys that's actually relevant. So we'll talk. We'll talk about them. No offense, uh, did not practice. Non-COVID illness forced him from the game on Sunday. Um, what do you? How do you feel about no offense? I know you guys aren't big no fan guys. Yeah, first it's a little odd to leave a game with an illness, right? Like, what did he just get a stomach bug like in the middle of the game? I don't maybe, know. Maybe he probably said. just wasn't feeling well or something, and then. In the game, probably got super dehydrated or something, and was like, "I'm out of here." Maybe he had to leave to shit, and just he didn't come back, so no one cared. But even when he's been healthy, Noah Fant hasn't been someone we've um, recommended since week two. So there's not really news there. Um, yeah, Matt's- definitely don't start Noah Fant. We like I don't I don't want to I hate like I don't like shitting on other analysts, but like a big analyst that me and Jason respect. In a huge game, like in the main event for the FFPC, where like you're playing for five hundred thousand dollars, this guy started Noah Fant over Rob Gronkowski. I mean, Jason, were like, what? What are you like seven years old and you like decided you didn't know how to play fantasy football anymore? Like, why would you possibly do that after everything we've seen from Noah Fant and Rob Gronkowski? Just don't start Noah Fant, and then you don't have to worry about Noah Fant. Damn, Michael, <laughs> shitting on Noah Fant. Noah Fant. If someone really wanted to find out who that was that did that. They could find out. Probably. But we, we said we <laughs> I mean, I respect the guy, the guy but Jesus, we just that a was bad a news. Call. That's a bad news. Uh, the Lions aren't overly optimistic about Matthew Stafford's chance to play. Uh, I'm not over, overly optimistic either. He got, like I said, he got accordioned. Like, he's, he's going to miss the game. Yeah, and there's no reason to rush him back either. So, what are you going to do? It's, uh, it's upsetting for all his weapons as well, but it's this is uh, what you have to deal with when it comes to the end of the season for teams that are out of it that want to protect their assets, such as uh, Matt Stafford. James Conner, uh, turns out he has an injured quad. He was horrible in his last game, but you know, if he has an injured quad, it does kind of explain that. Also, he, you know, formerly he beat cancer. He was getting, he was coming back from COVID. Um, so his body could have just been weaker in general. Um, either way, Quad is injured. Could still play. Um, he does have a juicy matchup against the Bengals. This is might be the kind of thing where it, you kind of hope he doesn't play just so you can put yourself out of that like decision. Like if if Connor does play, you have to consider man, maybe he could he could do well. But if he doesn't play at all, you're just like, all right, at least at least I don't have to make that decision. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying because James Conner has been disappointing for the most part. That Steelers offense, really, ever since Michael said they're an overrated team, has been pretty dreadful. 
True. So I I feel you in that you like you might prefer that Connor out so you don't have to make the decision. But it's week 15 and it's a running back against Cincy. So I'd rather him play and have to make a decision. Like there's never enough good options in week 15. Okay. I mean, good point. Sure. But I am going to be very, very scared playing James Connor at this point. Like I'm going to rank him as a flex player, period. Devontae Parker might be officially falling off the earth of fantasy. Devontae Parker, slight hamstring strain, uncertain for this week's game against the Patriots. In a game against the Patriots with Tua quarterback who has shown that he's not going outside right now in this point in his, in his career. Um, plus, the the this news, Devontae Parker is a guy I'm going to have trouble starting next week. Uh, Jason has, he went in, he went in, period, about Devontae Parker last week and his uh, lack of fantasy appeal with Tua Tagovailoa at quarterback. And he had him ranked well below consensus, as did I, but not quite as low as Jason. Um, but we were very far off Devontae Parker. And, I mean, the dude put up a donut. It was because of injury, yes, but still very upsetting. Um, but I agree with you in that I don't see how you could trust Parker either because if he does come back, we've already seen him leave a game early due to injury this year. You don't want to risk that happening in week 15, especially when you don't really need that quote-unquote upside anymore either because the upside just hasn't been there with two at QB. Well, very, very true. Um, Ronald Jones is having a surgical operation on his broken pinky. Um, oof. Big hit. If you have Ronald Jones, you probably are licking your chops on the upcoming weeks. Um, Fournette and LaShawn McCoy seems like is going to be the backfield if Jones can't go. How are you feeling about those two guys? I, yeah, I'd like to know. I don't want to assume like Ronald Jones isn't going to play. It's a pinky, so I don't know. Maybe the NFL today. Like, they could probably just wrap it and he could probably play. Or a brace. Probably dangerous, though. Put a brace. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, so I don't want to jump to any conclusions. But, of course, if he's out, then there is intrigue around other options with Fournette probably the main guy, even though he was a healthy scratch last week. Um. Let's keep going with the news. Brandon Cooks expected to return to Houston lineups, Houston's lineup against the Colts. Good news for all of you Cooks managers. Um, Alex Smith, optimistic in being able to play against the Seahawks. I mean, that's, at this point, like, whatever. You don't need like, a lot of comes to that offense. Yeah, when it comes to that offense, it's whatever. Like, whether it's Smith, Dwayne Haskins. If Smith is out... J.D. McKissick basically goes back to, like, I'm not going to trust him. The only reason he's been viable is because Alex Smith likes to throw checkdowns over and over. But, yeah, I feel like at this point, even if Dwayne, if it's Dwayne Haskins that quarterback, maybe that's better for McLaurin with the way he's been going these last couple of weeks as well. Mm-hmm. All right. That is the news segment for now. Um, well, also, one last thing before we go. Raheem Mostert, MRI on Monday. We'll see what happens with him unfortunate that Raheem Mostert can't stay healthy. You kind of understand why he was trying to get that contract in this offseason. He's like, I'm trying to settle my family for life out here, kid. Um, So let's get into this game. It is an AFC West battle, the Chargers versus the Raiders. Um, Justin Herbert was a stock down section, uh, was a stock down player of mine um, in the review pod uh, because he had a ace matchup and he fucked it up. 
And now there is something to be said about the Falcons defense is trending up in terms of their effectiveness. The Raiders defense is not. So the Raiders are still very much a very juicy play for quarterbacks. Are you trusting, are you, after two bad weeks, if you've survived two bad weeks from Justin Herbert, um, some, we know someone in our fantasy league who did just that. Are you rolling again with Justin Herbert? Or are you looking for someone out in the, uh, in, the, in the field? So the question is if we're trusting Justin Herbert against the... No, that's not the question at all, not even a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think that Justin <laughs> Herbert has done enough... <laughs> So that his game against the <laughs> puts him in back end quarterback one territory. I don't think you need to rush to bench him because if you look at the um, quarterback options, if you're benching Justin Herbert, it's probably for someone like Mitch Trubisky or Derek Carr or Baker Mayfield I'll, that you're going to pick up from the waiver wire. All right, how about this? Let's 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 look at it. Michael and Jason, both of you answer: Justin Herbert or Mitch Trubisky. This week. Herbert. Herbert. But you're also asking super Justin, early in the week. Okay, okay, just for now. Just I mean, that's what we're... We got to do it. Justin Herbert or um, Baker Mayfield? Herbert. Herbert. Now, this one, people are definitely probably... Well, probably staring at the, in the face. Herbert or Jalen Hurts? Herbert. Herbert. So you're starting Herbert because those are the guys that you have a chance to get at the on the waiver wire right now. Probably. I mean, it's not like Herbert's been the worst. He's only been outside the top. The, the last three games, he's been quarterback 14, 30, 17. And 30 was because he was against New England. 17 Las Vegas sucks. Is not New England. 17 sucks. I mean, he put up 17 fantasy points. 14. Incorrect. 17. Are you sure? Yes. I get my so sevens. The, and, uh, my bad. I get my sevens and fours confused. Dead ass. I don't, if anyone knows out there what that is, like I don't know what it is, and it it affects my life. So if someone could tell me how to get rid of it, I'd appreciate it. Anyway, go ahead, Jason. <laughs> and it's not like he was awful last week. It was an odd game plan, in my opinion. Herbert went thirty six for forty four. Super accurate. He just throwing five yard passes. A lot like, of a screens. Strange. Um, I, I expect him to, I think 17 is his floor, one more touchdown, and he's a QB1. In a much better matchup, because like I said, the Falcons are trending Well, I think they got lit up by Darnold, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they got, And they're the only team that's got lit up by Darnold this season. Um, let's talk about Austin Eckler. Michael, you talked in the review pod about how it was weird that he's just getting force-fed the ball, but if you are an Eckler manager, you have to be happy with the amount of volume you're seeing. Yeah, I mean, I love Austin Eckler. He's been, I've been a fan of his for years, but like he comes back and now uh, Justin Herbert is struggling. He's not throwing downfield nearly as often, which is what he was capitalizing on. That was what's making him so great early in his rookie season. This guy has 16 targets, nine targets, nine targets over the past three weeks. Like, I don't think it's crazy to say that throwing to the running back that many times is making Justin Herbert a worse quarterback overall. And that's nothing against Austin Eckler, but I mean, it's, I, I just don't really understand why they're targeting him this much. I think it's a little much. Um, this is like a one star wide receiver type targets to see 34 targets through three games. But he's also getting a bunch of work on the ground. This dude is locked into an absolutely massive workload. 
He has not found the end zone since his return, and he's been a top 10 running back twice anyways. If he does find the end zone against Las Vegas, which is possible, he has a legit RB1 overall potential. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to disagree with that. Um, Let me cut into him before we get to the Chargers receivers. Breaking news from Adam Schefter came out during our breaking news segment. Henry Ruggs, COVID, out for Thursday. Ooh, big one. Well, potentially big one. Not giant, but potentially big. It's Uh, something. It is something. We'll get to what that's going to mean for the Raiders in just a second. But let's stick with the Chargers for now. Um, Mike Williams... I think Keenan Allen is a home is a home run type play here. I think you don't if you ask Keenan Allen, you're not sitting him. Make start Keenan Allen. Duh. Now let's talk about Mike Williams because Mike Williams, I think people are quick to say like, oh, this is a great matchup, so let's start Mike Williams. But in the playoffs, I'm gonna find it very very difficult to start someone who put up .9 against Jacksonville and put up 26 against New Orleans. So you, the, what I'm saying is like you can't really trust that his good games are going to come in his best matchups. And not only that, he only peppers good games in every once in a while, has not scored over 15 points since week 12. Even before that, only scored over 15 points once since week 5. Um, has only scored over 15, 10 points three times all season. Um, I don't think there's really a, a reason to get cute and start Mike Williams in this game. But he could, he could have a big game, though. He's also oh. injured, though. He's injured. So he, he practiced. He got a limited practice if he, in if he plays. Exactly. If he plays, he's going to be playing injured. Jalen Guyton is the big play guy. If anyone's catching a 70-yard touchdown, it's Jalen Guyton. And then we saw Tyron Johnson in the odd Chargers five-yard pass offense to go six for 55. Uh, where does that really leave Mike Williams at the moment with Austin Eckler as the second receiver, in all honesty? Allen is the first, and you could argue Henry as the third. That leaves Williams in a mix of Guyton and Johnson. And if Guyton's a deep guy and Johnson's a short guy, what's he going to get? Three mid-range targets the entire game? I don't want it. I don't want any. No, thank you. Speaking of Hunter Henry, eight targets against the Falcons for 41 yards. Kind of like, look, he put together a game where you're not super excited in general, but, you know, six catches and 41 yards is a decent game for a tight end. Um, this is a great matchup, though, so you have to be more excited about Hunter Henry's prospects here. Yeah, uh, but I mean, Hunter Henry has been Hunter Henry all year. Like this is what he's been uh, outside of the week ten to eleven stretch where he was where he found the end zone and ten to twelve. Top, ten to twelve. Yeah, he ended up as a top seven option those two weeks. Besides those two weeks, he does not have a single game inside the top ten. Uh, he finished tenth once, and that's it. Every other game is lower than that. So, I mean, he's that high floor guy at this point. Like, you're going to get the six, seven points. But I just, and if you have him, you're likely starting him. It's just, he's certainly been a, a letdown this season. And against Las Vegas, it's a good matchup. I'm likely going to play him. But unless he finds the end zone, you're probably going to be wanting more. Um. Anyone else you guys want to consider playing in this Los Angeles Chargers side? Is it recency bias or is this tight end minefield even worse than usual? No, it's, I mean, it's it's really bad. Yeah, like right after, awful. like right now there's a solid top six with Kelsey Waller, Hawkinson, Andrews, Tunyon, and Gronk with the way Tunyon and Gronk have been playing recently. 
Outside of that, it's such a crapshoot. There's a real case to be made to get tight ends uh, eliminated as a position in fantasy. I think that's a that's a case. There's a case to be made there. Um, I mean, Travis Kelsey's leading the league in receiving yards right now. There, yeah, and if you were playing him at wide receiver too, like you would still be, I, you know. Michael noticed today. Um, we uploaded True Values. If you haven't checked that out, check it out. Um, our guy at Fantasy Football Casanova actually compared True Values to because um, we project expected fantasy points per game. He compared it to actual fantasy points per game, and the correlation was like 0.83, which is super strong. So it really does predict well. Wow. So you should use it, especially in the playoffs. And what Michael noticed was that we have a projection from standard to PPR. Travis Kelsey's standard projection is higher than Darren Waller's PPR projection. So Travis Kelsey has been that good. Where No, it was it was Darren Waller's PPR projection is the only projection for any tight end that surpasses Travis Kelsey's standard projection. Oh, there you go. So he's been that good. Basically um, double as good as everybody else. I guess we can talk about Darren Waller now on that note. Um, yeah, I, I was going to say one one team <laughs> that definitely does not want the tight end to be banished is uh, the Raiders. I mean, Darren Waller is the best play on the Raiders. You have to play him even though he's up and down and the Chargers have a decent defense. Um Let's let's start with him. Yeah, man. I mean, he's come he's come on a lot more of late, which is good to see, because he was very up and down, a mercurial player throughout the season, and now he's had four games, five games in a row, four games in a row, with seven or more targets. Five of his last six with seven or more targets, and he's just producing. Um, the odd game out was Atlanta, which might seem odd, where he only went four for twenty three. But if he's able to find the end zone, he's automatic tight end one. And the best thing about Darren Waller is that if he finds the end zone, he's automatic second tight end behind Kelsey. The best part about Waller is that he's going to be a top 12 tight end regardless. Um, Especially with the way things have been going. Like he had a like a, a stretch there where he wasn't seeing quite as many targets, but 17 and 10 these last two weeks. Holy moly. You have to start. Especially now with rugs out too. I think we also have Sign to start. Uh, we got to start rethinking what it means. Like top twelve doesn't mean much anymore. You want your guy yeah. to be top four, you know. So uh, he's a guy that could definitely, you're definitely going to be top twelve, but for sure has a chance. To be I think top the real four. question is if you're starting anyone besides Waller, and I think Josh yeah. Jacobs is in that conversation as well. Josh Jacobs sucks. Um, now that I am, now Try that I'm telling I am, you guys that in the preseason, man. Yeah, now that I'm like away from him because he's not on my team anymore, I can look back and see that how disappointing of a year he had overall. Like, if you're a Raiders well, fan, you got to be looking at this. Because I watch a lot of Josh Jacobs, and this guy can't break a run. He can't break a run. Well, well Jay, me and you were generally lower than consensus on Jacobs this offseason. I was there with you. Yeah, but I I, I was the biggest non Jacobs guy. I, I was. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't. I ended up with catching role. I did end up with zero shares of Jacobs. So there's that. I have Jacobs shares everywhere, including a dynasty league that I'm hoping to win. So hopefully I win. And that. now the question is: Do you start your second round pick against the Chargers on a Thursday? I, I think, think it, it really sucks that this game is on Thursday because I'd love to have some more injury news. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what. I think Josh Jacobs goes for like two touchdowns in this game because I, I, because this is how this is how it rolls, right? This is how it usually does. And the Chargers are a fucking train wreck right now. They don't want to bump heads with a running back. They have no, they have, they're he's gonna grind out a couple of touchdowns. I think. I think he's gonna have a good game. I really do. And the Chargers, the Chargers give up 
literally almost five yards per carry. They're near the bottom of the league in that category. And this dates back to also like the start your studs theory. Like we saw it last week of Miles Sanders. The first time everyone's like in consensus, fine, start Sanders is about time. The dude goes absolutely sit. off. You mean sit And he's the number one. Yeah, when everyone sits him and he's the number three overall running back. The question is, do you want to start Josh Jacobs in a good matchup here against the Chargers? Or who are you going to replace him with? Someone who like is not as talented, like a, I don't know, like a Melvin Gordon or a Melvin Gordon is not a great example, but like someone yeah. you could replace him with, like a, a JD McKissick or Jeff yeah, Wilson. DeAndre Washington, Devin Singletary, someone like that. And the answer is no. So, I mean, I, I do think I'm playing him as a RB2 pretty happily in this matchup because like he did return last week. He played his role. I mean, he's, he didn't find the end zone, but he had 74 yards. It's not like he had an absolute donut of a game. So, I mean, I'm I'm going to play Josh Jacobs here in a in a tremendous matchup for running backs, especially running backs who don't really do much through the air because they give up so many yards per carry. I do agree. Um, I was going to get to that point before I was interrupted, guys. <laughs> it's in the middle of a conversation. But, yeah, like, a few com- names was going to know. with like, us. That's why we... It's that's a good point. <laughs> I have been burned. Uh, I think the the injuries I wanted to note, like if Rojo is going to play, or even if Mostert is out, Jeffrey Wilson becomes a very enticing option. But because he plays on Thursday, you might have to start him over those guys. Um, but in general, Josh Jacobs is probably a good RB two play this week. Yeah, I'm very comfortable starting him over those guys. Just me personally. I, I mean, you, you're you're banking on the Raiders winning, right? I don't know if that's a very good bet. So far, that bet has come true more times than not. But his splits and wins and losses is ridiculous. And and it's because he is a completely game script dependent person because he doesn't catch the ball at all unless it's a it's a I'm not I'm gonna get sacked. I need to get rid of this by David by a car. So I mean that's just what he is at this point. There's there's no reason to to fight it. Henry Ruggs out. Um does that make Nelson Aguilar a, a sneaky, sneaky play? And does that make Hunter Renfro a sneaky, sneaky play? You know, I, I don't know if it changes that much because Henry Ruggs sees about three and a half targets per game. Not even an exaggeration. I might be overshooting. I'm just doing the rough math in my head at the moment. But three is a solid estimate. So even if... Aguilar gets one and Renfro gets one and Waller gets one. Doesn't really change that much. So I don't really know if it affects those guys too much. But on that note, I do think Nelson Aguilar has a decent case as a flex play this week. He just continues to be a decent player, honestly. And it seems like every time he has one bad game, everyone jumps off the Aguilar bandwagon. He has a good game. They jump back on. And... It's been kind of like that with Aguilar this season, but this is now four games in a row where he's seen... In the last four games, he's seen at least nine targets three times. And if the Chargers are going to put up points against the Raiders' awful defense, who they just um, fired their defensive coordinator, then Aguilar is probably going to have to see a few targets, and I think he has a decent case to be your flex play this week. Yeah, the dude does have two top ten finishes over the last four weeks as well. And the problem the earlier in the year, it was, he's not seeing the volume, but he's super efficient. Now it's, he's getting the volume, but he's not, but he hasn't been as efficient, <laughs> but I mean, two top 10 finishes and you're getting nine plus targets a week now at this point, 
argue with Jason in that I'm trusting Aguilar in my flex because the Raiders' defense is just that bad that they're going to have to try to keep up with the Chargers' offense, I believe, um, even though that offense has been struggling in its own right. And Nelson Aguilar, now with Henry Ruggs out, like Jason said, is only three and a half targets-ish, but that's three and a half more targets. Like, who's going to steal those targets? It's likely going to go to Waller or Aguilar. At this point, those are the really only options in the passing game. So I do think Aguilar is a nice wide receiver three flex play here. Um, De- Derek Carr, uh, there's so many good streaming options. We mentioned it on the Patreon pod, uh, patreon.com slash brotofantasy. Um, if you want to support and be part of that. By the way, if you are a patron right now, do not uh, do not leave because we are going to continue to give you extra episodes. It's not ending. Uh, a lot of people end their extra episodes like if they have a waiver pod they end their waiver pod um but we don't have that we're we're not ending so that extra episode still there discord uh still gonna be popping during the off season um leagues you get better access to leagues going into next year if you are a long-term supporter so um yeah there's and we'll do some fun stuff we did zoom trivia zoom jeopardy i'd like to do that again yeah, I mean, we're gonna do we're gonna do a whole bunch of stuff for the patrons. Like that's that the patrons who are patrons already know. If you want to find out, come on on board patreon.com uh, slash Broto Fantasy and BrotoFantasy.com. And I just want to add, since we didn't technically say it, I'd rather not start Derek Carr. <laughs> yeah, just had to mean, throw that. There's in there. a lot of other options, but um, I mean, let's. I'm just saying, like, I'd rather not start him. But this is also a guy who's had three top eight finishes over the last four weeks because that defense has become the worst defense in football. So it's not the worst streaming option. I, if it's one of those leagues where every team rosters two QBs for whatever reason, there are leagues out there like it. And Derek Carr is not the, the worst option. I just, I'd rather look elsewhere at this point. I don't necessarily hate him. If you really need to die. Yeah, same. Like if your options between him and like Kirk cousins against the bears, Matt Ryan against Tampa, Bridgewater against Green Bay. Like, if you're deciding between those people, Derek Carr is my favorite streamer of the bunch. Facts. Yeah. Um, so I just thought of an idea right now. The last two Thursday previews we've done, we've had head-to-head drafts for just the game. Two weeks ago, I beat Michael. Last week, Jason beat me. This week, I say you and Michael, Jason, go head-to-head, and then we round-robin this bitch. If Michael wins, then he's one and one. Jason is one and one. I'm one and one. We'll have some type of three way tie next week. But if Michael lo- like a super flex, but all if three of us. right, but if Michael loses, then me and you will just go head to head for the championship because Michael lost twice. He's zero and two, and I'm one and one, and you're two and zero. Oh. But I'm if down. you beat me, then we're both going to be two and one. If but yeah, but so what? It's a championship. For top two advance. Yeah. Why are you getting a bye to the championship? I just beat you. I'm not. I'm, I'm doing the double round robin style. Oh, okay. Let me face Michael. Let's That's how round robins work. All right. Um, I'm stealing a bye, and he's just. I'm not stealing a bye. I'm one and one. He's calling it around. I'm one and one. Either way, I'm finishing in first or second place, and I'm playing shut, in the championship. Shut, shut your face. That's shut how it's mind. going. Shut second place gets a bye too. All right, dogs. All right, so since Michael is the underdog, he gets the first pick. Or actually, Michael, you get the pick. What do you want, first pick or next two? Uh, I'll take. Um, hmm. I didn't even think about this, Tim. I didn't know we we're gonna pick do one. This, matchup, this is literally, take, literally right off the right off the top of my head. I'm gonna take first pick. Uh, you know what? You also got to write this down, by the way, Michael. Yeah, I'm gonna take <laughs> first pick here, and I'm gonna go with uh, Austin Eckler. 
Ooh, Austin Eckler, pick Eckler, number huh? one. So remember, this Eckler. is, by the way, you guys, we're doing half-point PPR. We're doing one quarterback, two running backs, th- uh, two wide receivers, a tight end, and a flex. I'm up. Yep. Yep. Oh, and a defense and a kicker. Hmm. Yep. Fuck it. I'm going. I'm taking the advantage of both positions. Keenan Allen and Darren Waller. Nice, nice double position, double up. Keenan Allen and Darren Waller. I'm surprised Keenan mm-hmm. Allen wasn't the number one pick, but Austin Eckler makes sense. Michael, who's who's next? Um, I'll go with uh, hmm. Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Okay, Michael betting on Josh Jacobs here. Michael with the now Jason's sick... two running backs. Jason's two running backs gonna be trash. Michael with the positional battle going down. Jason Jason wins tight end. Michael wins running back. What's Jason going? And then for I'm next? gonna go. And I'm gonna go. Uh, Nelson Aguilar. Okay. All so right. You want to get crazy? Fun. Fuck this shit. You want to steal the running backs? I'm taking Herbert and Carr. Oh, hold on, Jason. You can't do that. You can't do that. We said last week we can. I just won't have a flex. Oh, I, I mean, that's a possibility, but you're not going to get any points. I don't care. I don't want Michael to have a quarterback. No, I say no. This should not be allowed. This doesn't make any sense. I agree. I agree. No, nah, no, nah, you can't pick a quarterback. We had this conversation. You're such a, I know, but you're being a lawyer-ass shyster right now. Get out of here. Nah, you can't do that. No. Michael took the running backs. But he you could didn't. choose other running backs. I literally can't choose other quarterbacks. Like, you could choose fucking Jalen Rashard. All right, who the fuck is left? Who do you have, dude? I have Eckler, Jacobs, and Aguilar. You have All Allen right. and Waller. I mean, there's an easy stuff. pick here for you, Jason, that makes All you... All right, I want Herbert. Duh. Yeah. And... Give me Renfro. Herbert and Renfro. Interesting. Michael, you're up. Cool. I was uh I was scared Jason was gonna Oh wait, wait, my... could I could I rewind since yes. I got yes. fucked Go out of it already? Yes. Go ahead. Yeah, I want Hunter Henry, not Renfro. Yeah, like geez Louise. Okay. I don't know how you allowed that, Tim. This is all this nah, is Jason it's like gets a... it. Jason gets it. Jason nah, gets it. I got I got screwed, so I get to rewind. Jason gets it. He gets to get his little shikes to in. Go ahead, Michael. <laughs> You motherfuckers. Michael, you, right. but you still got like Foster Moreau who could put on some points. Like you're not out of it at tight end. Yeah, yeah. Go fuck yourself, Tim. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. I'm going to go with... Wherefro? Hmm. Renfro. Who am I going to put... You know, I'm going to go with Chargers defense. Chargers defense. Michael going for the positional, positional positions. Go ahead, Jason. Um, I need a bunch of wide receivers, right? You have Allen, Herbert, Henry, and Waller. That's a weird team. Nah, that's a good team. Herbert, Allen, It's a good Henry. team, but I need... Oh, I don't need... I have Keenan Allen. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. I'm going to take a shot. On Mike Williams. Screw it. What if he's injured? If Mike Williams is injured, then Guyton. I'll call in either Guyton or yeah, Guyton. Uh, Johnson before the game. I was considering Guyton for my flex, though. If you want Guyton, then I'll just I'll just pick a replacement. All right. Fair enough. So can I'll just take the Williams and Johnson duo? Yeah, Williams and or Johnson. Okay. And then I get one more pick, right? Yep. Uh... You need two you running need... backs, kicker, defense. Yeah, you need Devontae Booker. Should have taken the kicker, Booker. bro. 
What are you doing? Pick All right, kick, I need a running your, back. Pick your Devontae kick. Booker is the best backup left right now. Pick yeah. your kick. Um, Tim, why, why are you giving advice? Pick your kick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with... Um, Tim, this is harder when you're not writing down the teams. That's true. I had I had no problem beating Michael without writing down any teams two weeks ago. Oh <laughs> shit! You're you're mean. I'm gonna go <laughs> Jalen Guyton in my flex, and then at tight end I am gonna go Foster Moreau. All he right, said Guyton Moreau. Do... <laughs> Let me get Kalen Balage. Balagio. Balagio. I'm really I'm really off on running backs, man. <laughs> it's not good. And let me get uh, oh Michael Badgley. All right, Michael Badgley. So to end this off, I'm going to go Derek Carr and Daniel Carlson. And then Jason gets the Raiders defense. All right, what are the teams looking like? Jason has Herbert, Booker, Balage, Allen, Williams, Endor, Tylen Johnson, Hunter Henry, Darren Waller, Michael Badgley, and Raiders D. I have Derek Carr, Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, Nelson Aguilar, Hunter Renfro, Foster Moreau, Jalen Guyton, Daniel Carlson, and Chargers D. I'll take the L now. I like I like your <laughs> team. Jason. I like Jason's team. Nah, I like need Jason's I need Hunter Henry to come through if I'm gonna have a chance. I it's think, true. I think Herbert to Keenan Allen is gonna be a good one for you. Jason, where can they find you? At BrotoFF Jason. Michael. At BrotoFF Mike. You can find me at BrotoFF Tim. Remember, the regular episodes coming at you. Also, we have articles and all the things you need for all of your fantasy needs on BrotoFantasy.com, including our exclusive stat, true throw, and true target value, which show it, which has proven now to be one of the better predictors in this industry. So go check that out. And with that being said, we are here. We are getting ready, gearing up. For for the next round of the playoffs and for some championships, uh, join us patreon.com slash Brodo Fantasy. And don't forget, just just to throw it out there, partybelts.com. Use the promo code Brodo to get your championship belts, which we'll be talking about on Wednesday. Because we, we fuck with partybelts.com. And even though we're not supposed to plug them on this episode, we're, I'm going to anyway. Um, and with that being said, we out. Later. Later. Later.